0: You guys, I posted updated before and after photos of my hair journey, and you guys freaked. It was on my Instagram stories, and I got so many messages and questions about my experience with WellBell, and I'm so incredibly happy and feeling so, so confident about my results. My hair has probably grown like eight inches in the past two years. It's stronger than ever, shinier, thicker, softer, and overall just thriving. For those of you that are unfamiliar with WellBell, Pause this episode and go look at my highlight titled Wellbell. Wellbell is not only my holy grail, but it is a science backed hair, skin, and nail supplement for women and men. Yes, they have a men's line, and the before and afters on their site are wild. Wellbell contains evidence based in science backed ingredients, and I truly feel like this supplement makes me glow from the inside out. All you have to do is take three capsules a day. So for those of you who can't swallow pills, Wellbell is perfect for you because you can open the capsules and put the powder in your favorite smoothie or yogurt. And good news, you can finally stop buying expensive collagen supplements and powder because Baal contains the building blocks that stimulate the natural production of collagen in our bodies. How cool. We love a bitch that can do it all. You can use code VERONICA10, that's V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A 10, for 10% off a single bottle or VERONICA sub 10, that's V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A-S-U-B-10, for 10% off your subscription. I highly recommend the subscription because consistency is key. I started seeing major results after just two to three months. So all you have to do is go to www.wellbell.com, that's W-E-L-L-B-E-L, to take advantage of the discount. Again, that's Veronica 10 or Veronica Sub 10 at checkout.
1: And welcome to Martinis and Bikinis, the podcast for everything under the sun, designed to give you the inside scoop and industry secrets into entrepreneurship, lifestyle, fashion, health and beauty, and navigating your 20s. Meet your hostess, Veronica Drulia, swim designer, serial entrepreneur, lifestyle content creator, and now podcast host as she dives into spicy topics like dating, inner confidence, and becoming the best version of you. Now, let's dive into today's episode. I cried after my my wedding photos came to me. I was the smallest I'd ever been in my entire life, and I cried because I thought my arms looked fat holding my bouquet. The day was not about my arms. (laughs) Nobody was concerned about your arms. It was about the love. And here I am being so focused on how I didn't look in my mind perfect, like a blah, 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 whatever the thing was, when it was really about the love. And now I look back. I've been married for four years. I look back at the photos, and I see the love. Like I see the way it rained on my wedding day, and it was really annoying. Wait, that's, like, supposed to be good luck. Yeah, I mean, come on. They say it's good luck when a bird poops on you, too. (laughs) Like, no one's, like, jumping— no one's, like, running under a bird every day to try to get shat on. I just think that's such bull, and I get that people are trying to be nice. But, like, no. It's not good luck when it rains on your expensive wedding day when you wanted it to be so. Yeah, I'm sure that wasn't very fun. You do get good photos. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it is what it is. But, like, when I look at those photos— Now, I see like a husband who was so supportive and just wanted me to be happy. And I see my best friends rallying around me. Like, I was the first of all my friends to get married. Like, it was sort of the beginning of this new chapter.
0: Well, I guess weddings and swimsuits, all of that. I know we've kind of trickled into diet. What's your take on
1: diet culture? I mean, I think that maybe it's just like my algorithm, but I think diet culture has been completely dragged through the mud enough. <laughs> like, no, you don't have to restrict yourself on foods. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. I think when it comes to food, you should eat the things that make you feel good. And for me, like they're having a donut, for example, is delicious and I'll do it here and there. But after I eat the donut, I don't feel that good. Like in my physical self, I don't think that there's such thing as feeling guilty about food. I don't think that something's a treat or not a treat something is dense with sugar, great. Some things are dense with more nutrients, great. Like just eat what feels good for you. I think that one thing that I've learned in my messaging is that while we can dismiss diet culture and the need to edit and change your body, like it's still valid and okay to want to be healthier. It's still valid and okay to want— for tomorrow to feel a little bit different in your skin or to see who you want to be in the mirror. It's okay to have goals and like ambitions for your physicality, just like you have goals and ambitions for your career. It's just not okay to reject yourself because you're not there yet. Like it's not okay to hate yourself. Like you'll never hate yourself skinny. You never will. So I think for me, diet culture sometimes is toxic because we all want an easy fix. And my big thing is just like, eat your Thanksgiving, eat those delicious flavors, enjoy them, take them in, cherish them. Tomorrow when you wake up, remember that you don't have to burn off what you ate last night. Like you deserved it. You don't have to feel guilty. Food is not a moral thing. It's just an entity to fuel you.
0: I definitely agree. And I think it's important to be mindful of what makes you feel good and what doesn't. And Look, there's times where I am, like, hungover as hell. And on a you Sunday— need salty, greasy food for Yeah, I need a burger. I need a literal quarter pounder for McDonald's. I need the french fries. I need it all. But during the week, I try and eat, like, fresh foods and fruits and vegetables and protein. Well, last night, I went out to dinner with a friend. She's moving away, which is sad. But we went to, like, a little last hurrah dinner, and— We had like mac and cheese and like seafood dip and French toast with chicken, like chicken and waffles, but French toast. It was amazing. It was so good. I don't regret a single moment of it, but I did get home and I felt so sick. Like I did not feel good at all. So I just took like a mental note of that and I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, maybe I shouldn't eat all of that at at once, you know, if it's going to make me feel bad and I don't want to feel this way.
1: Right, but or like
0: if, I probably won't do that every day.
1: Yeah, exactly. That was special. Yeah, once then I'll the, probably eat things that don't hurt my stomach as much.
0: Exactly, exactly. So I think it's just good to take mental notes, and you know, just kind of do what you will with it. It doesn't have to be the super strict like, oh my gosh, I can never eat that again thing, you know. But. I think just being mindful
1: about what makes you feel your best and confident and… And then like not attaching morality to it. No. Like last night you ate really delicious things and you were celebrating a really fantastic friendship and you came home and your physical body said, you know what, I feel maybe you had heartburn or something. Like I feel a little bit greasy, feel a little bit heavy. I feel like that wasn't the best feel for my body. It's okay to say that right? Like, it's okay to reflect and be like, "Uh, eh? <laughs> that probably is not going to help me run a marathon tomorrow morning. Absolutely not. Right? Like, but you don't have to go any further. You don't have to take that next step to say, well, I better work out extra hard tomorrow. You don't have to take that next step and say, well, I, I'm bad. I deserve to feel bad in my skin. And tomorrow, if, if it's a little bit harder to button your really tight jeans, like, you don't need to dismiss and hate yourself and throw yourself away or— or let Cheryl or Jason or whomever those people are in your head tear you down.
0: All the Cheryls and Jasons are gonna be. I know. Like-
1: I love you, Cheryl. I love you, Jason. <laughs> Don't come for me. It was just like random names that came to my head, but like we can't let those little things tear us down. We can't let them define us. It's just, and my dad, he did this the other day, actually. <laughs> he was like, I ate this, I ate that, I am fat and whatever. And then And he wasn't said, it Thanksgiving? No, no, no. This was before, but I might have shared. He always has these things. He has a very negative self dialogue, which is like men need to hear this too. Like they have. Sure, for sure. I know so many men that struggle with
0: body image, and it's something that isn't talked about a lot because I think men have this facade of having to be like manly and not care and, you know, straight to the point. So. Yeah, Yeah, I think this is good to shed light light on for sure.
1: Yeah, my dad had like a moment. He was here visiting me in D.C. to see Wavy, my daughter, and he came downstairs in a shirt. And that shirt looked so good. My dad looked so adorable in this shirt. It brought out the green in his eyes.
0: Grandpa. Yeah,
1: we call him Zadie because we're Jewish. So Zadie is like, he just looks so cute. And I was like, Dad, I love that shirt on you. You look so cute. Cause you know, I let people know when they're shining. Like, shine queen to my dad. <laughs> and he was like, Well, yeah, I had to wear this shirt because I was gonna wear a different one, but I'm too fat, so it didn't fit. And usually we would have just let that go and been like, okay, like that's awkward. Okay. But I was like, Dad, is there another way you could have shared shared that information with me that wasn't so mean to you? he's like uh and then he started making jokes like Haha, like I'm a fat I'm a fat man so I have to wear this fat man shirt. I'm like let's give me another one. Let's keep batting until we hit something good. And I was like is there a way you could say that nice? And he was like I don't know and then he started getting uncomfortable, which I'm sure every man would or a lot of people. And I was like I was just not letting it go. I'm like is the shirt you're wearing right now comfortable? He's like, yeah, it's really comfortable. That's why I'm wearing it, because I'm fat. And I was like, okay, so it's comfortable. Do you deserve to feel comfortable today? He's like, yeah. And I was like, could we say then, hear me out, you were going to wear a different shirt, but decided to wear this one because it's more comfortable and you deserve to feel comfortable in your skin today? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, I want to hear you say it then. He's like, And then he said it, and it was like, the shackles just like slowly are coming off of him where it's like, we've got to chip away at this narrative.
0: I love that so much. And I think it reminds me of something that somebody told me a long time ago is are you going to be on your deathbed worrying about all the things that you were and that you did do? Are you going to be worrying about the things that like you didn't do and like the people that you like didn't impact type of thing? And I think- I would much rather be on my deathbed and regret not impacting more people and, you know, not having more experiences other than just, you know, this critical self-talk and past experiences that I might regret or I might feel guilty about. I'm not going to be thinking about those things. I'm going to be thinking about how I can create, like, positive change and positive impact and experience new things for myself. And I think it goes with any age, any gender. And— it's not just women. It's men. It's men that are 70. It's men that are 16. It's women that are 7, 12. Women that are, you know, in their 60s. It's anyone. I think this is like a super important conversation. And I'm really glad that we got to shed some light on it. But I do have like one little last, I guess, theme for us today. I'm dying to know just because you have so much on your plate. You're a mom. You're a fitness instructor you are a content creator. You have, like, so—you're a wife. You have so many different hats that you wear on a daily basis. What is, like, your routine like, like, if you have one? So, like, in the mornings, like, what does that look like? I know it's probably different now than it used to be now that you're a mom, but I, like, love hearing about people, like, what they do to kind of fill their
1: cup, Yeah, you know? I think it's funny you said this, and I was like, I I had a feeling that something like this would come up. I actually had a conversation with my husband; it was mostly just him talking to me and kind of hurting my feelings. It happens, people. Marriages aren't always perfect. Where he's like, "You said you were going to be recording more classes for your app, and you haven't done it. Like you created a whole business plan, and you haven't done it. Like we have all these new expenses with a nanny coming twice a week, and someone coming to help clean the house once a week." And you're, like, not generating enough income for, like, what you said you'd do. Really hard to hear, first of all. Because I'm like, wait, haven't I changed enough? You're like, I've done so much. <laughs> yeah. like, Yeah,
0: that's hard to hear.
1: Yeah, It's hard to hear. And I'm really working on not being defensive anymore. Like, whether it's my baby crying or my husband, like, voicing his feelings instead of, like, being defensive, being like, stop crying. Like, you're okay or with my husband, like telling him all the things that have changed about my life in the last year and a half, just say, I hear you. So I'm just like, I hear you. I hear you. I hear your frustration. I like, I know in his heart what he's trying to say is, I know all the dreams you have for yourself. And I see the time that you have for yourself slipping through your fingers because you're not prioritizing your dreams. That's like, that's the love, but it doesn't come out that way sometimes.
0: Okay, so it's time to get sweaty. That's because Lily, being the amazing human that she is, is offering a huge freaking deal to her fitness app, Electric Collective. Let me preface that this is not a drill. This is a huge steal, guys. I am totally getting in on it, too, and I am so excited. I am shook by this. Lily is offering 70% off one year of membership to all of our listeners. That's right, 7-0 which means you get access to tons of workouts for an entire year for $150. Yeah, that's right. $150 for an entire year of movement. That's less than my monthly gym membership, so I'm sold already. Which will include live stream classes and on-demand classes. Lily offers a wide variety of workouts like HIIT, dance cardio, Sculpt, booty focus workouts, stretch and recovery, and so much more. Literally everything under the sun. All you have to do to claim this offer is head to electriccollectiveapp.com, add the membership to your cart, and enter promo code SHINEQUEEN for 70% off your year of membership, aka $150 total. Again, that's code SHINEQUEEN,
1: S-H-I-N-E-Q-U-E-E-N for 70% off. And I say that because when it comes to my routine, it is so up in the air right now because number one for me right now is I I refuse to be anything less than an amazing mom, yeah. period. Like you couldn't pay me $1,000 a month to be a shitty mom so I could do something that's just half important. Number one for me is going to be from here on out. And I, hear, I know a lot of people are like that. And I know if you're not a mom, you don't, might not get it. But like number one for me is going to be to create the best life in this entire world that I can possibly give to my daughter. Part of being an amazing mom, in my opinion, is showing her that I can chase my dreams still. And so for me, that's like when she goes to bed, I was wasting a lot of time. I think my nighttime routine is what is evolving first. And the morning routine is evolving late, like second. Your hours are changed. My hours are changed. And I— Yeah, so like right now when she goes to bed, I only allow myself to watch one TV show a day, like in general now, which I used to just like crush TV because I felt so alone and I like to have voices in the background or whatever, but only one show. So while that show is on, I'm cleaning the kitchen because I keep asking myself, like my routine is, what would a great mom do? So if I'm in between deciding, am I going to scroll on TikTok for 30 minutes, which is so easy to accidentally do, or am I going to, I don't know, like, reach out to different companies to collaborate? Like, what would a great mom do? Like, a great mom would use that time to collaborate, to show her daughter, like, she's in, she's fierce and she's showing up for her dreams. So, I mean, I don't really have a routine right now, which is really frustrating. But at no, night, I do. Okay. At night, I do. which is clean the kitchen which makes me feel really good in the morning, even though it's cleaning, which I used to not be a fangirl of. And then I go to bed. I wash my face with skin can do. Love it. Brush my teeth while the water is heating up. Like I have it so set in stone. I charge my phone in the bathroom because I noticed that that is a place where I'd scroll a lot and it would keep me up at night. So I charge my phone in the bathroom away from my bed. I get into bed and I noticed in my reflections that Sometimes I look back on my life and the biggest, most powerful things I can remember are the negative things, like the bad stuff, the drama that happened, instead of all the good things. So my approach to changing that is every night before bed, I write three things that are good that happened today, no matter how small. So today this will be on it. Oh. But like I'll write not only just like a like a line of it, but like how it made me feel. Because I'm trying to train myself to focus on like, the good stuff. Like if our minds are like YouTube, every time we click on a negative memory, the sidebar of like, what's next, there are going to be more negative memories. But if I like create this written chronicle of all the good stuff, I'm hoping that like my memories will just all start to stay good. So I do that. And then I do a little like mom journal that I'm hoping to pass on to Waverly when she grows up, like every single day, just write a little, like two sentences about like our day. And then I go to bed. Everything else, I try to fit in. I feel like it's really chaotic. I'm in a really big partnership with, um, I think I can say it, with Ollie, the vitamin company, which I love, the supplements. So, like, there's a lot that I try to do. And I, I'm i not good yet at being really organized and getting it all done. I'm learning. I'm tearing up again because I'm like, <sighs> I'm a Sagittarius, so we always have our (laughs) dreams. We talk to us. I think you're doing so great, though. Like, you're doing way more than
0: I do for my night routine. Like, I started—so I used to journal, like, in the mornings. and I saw that. I always feel really different whenever I'm not journaling. Like, I think it's so good for my mental health. And I started doing it at night now, so I'm totally going to take, like, what you said that you do. Because I feel like— with journal methods, it can get, like, really stagnant. Like, you can get really used to it and it doesn't really feel like it's doing much for you anymore or you're just kind of going through the motions. So, like, having new techniques and, like, new prompts and things like that is, like, so helpful for me. So, like, tonight I'm going to write down three things that happened today that I loved yeah. or that went great and then, like, write how I felt about it. I think that's amazing. Just, like, bring, about, bring it back. But I think even if you just do one good thing for yourself one day, like, you fill your cup somehow, that's a routine. That's what helps you show up for your people.
1: And I think cup filling for me right now is like catching up with a friend once a week. We had a coffee together that one time. Like that was was my cup full. Like just doing little things that are like (laughs) –
0: Normal. Or cruxes back to my old stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, you're caring for another human. Like, you got to
1: care for yourself, too. And even um, if you're not caring for a tiny human, yeah, <laughs> you have to care for yourself, too. How do you do everything? You have—
0: I love how for- you are so funny because I feel like this episode, like, I feel like I'm <laughs> getting interviewed because you have such amazing questions. Like, But people want to know I'm learning you. from you. I'm learning, which I love. Yeah, I think I just have to fill my cup. And I think a lot of people don't allow themselves to do that, you know? So whether that's movement or meditation, I don't do that every day. But if I have time— We should. Yeah, we probably should. I try and do breath work, even if it's just like three minutes, you know? And I'm just doing it on my own. Journaling, talking to a loved one. I try and call my mom every single day. Yeah, same. So I think it's just like little things that make you feel good, like taking note of that kind of with what you eat. Like if it's— Something you can take a mental note. Oh, I felt great after doing this. Like, let me continue doing this. It doesn't have to be something you do every day, but if you find yourself being stressed or, you know, kind of going through emotions. Like the other day, I was so stressed. I just got back from Thanksgiving. I got home and I felt like I had so much to do. And instead of like rushing to my computer, I sat down on that chair that you're sitting in and I turned on the Insight Timer app and I did five minutes of breath work. And I immediately felt relieved.
1: And we just like don't allow ourselves to do that sometimes, you know. It's just five minutes. Our brain doesn't like fifty minutes being stressed. Yeah. So smart. I love that. Yeah. You
0: kind of just have to like walk away sometimes and have time to yourself. And obviously, with a child, you can't do that all the time. Um, But finding little gaps where you can do the things that you enjoy, and you know, whether it's getting coffee with a friend, and while you have your nanny at home, or you know, just doing something that makes you feel like you. I
1: think that's important. I think you're doing a great job at that. We're trying here. Wait, but how do you do your business helping people with their own social? You juggle your bikini line. You juggle also being an influencer with like very serious and real partnerships. You have so much coming at you. Like I can't – thinking about your email inbox stresses me out because I'm not super organized. And I feel like if – I were in your shoes, I would be forced to be hyper organized because you have so much going on administratively when it comes to your actual like physical entity business of like selling products. And then you have connection wise with coaching people and helping them in social. And now you have this podcast. (gasps) Oh, I, how do you, what are three big tips that you could tell someone who's like, I feel like I have so many dreams and I'm not ready to let go of any of them.
0: Yeah, that's like a really good question. I feel like entrepreneurship is so glamorized. I love what I do, but it is not easy. And, it's, and you can only blame yourself if it doesn't go well. Exactly. Like you're your own cheerleader. There's nobody else cheering you on. People don't care, you know? No one cares. No They're one cares. Their own stuff. Exactly. And even whenever you are in a partnership and have business partners, like, that can be tough, too. Like, it's not—it's still, like, a very lonely feeling. And for me, I think I try and embrace the not-so-glamorous aspects and just know that it's trial and error always. Everything that you do in life is trial and error I think starting before you're ready is the best thing that you can do. Like even this podcast, like it's (laughs) been such a learning experience. It's the only way you learn. Exactly. Like there's been things that have been done really right. And I'm like, okay, I need to continue doing that. There's like things that have happened beyond my control. I'm like, okay, now I know what to do to avoid that from happening again. So I think it's the same with any project, with any like entrepreneurial venture. But I guess my tips would be like, organization-wise. Yeah. And I'm just going to be honest. Like, it's not always super organized. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of pressure. And there are times where I feel like I'm kind of catering towards one business and not the other. And, you know, it's never going to be this, like, perfect, harmonious balance. And I did this to myself. I got into it, you know, because I love everything that I'm doing. And I want to do it all. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. But I have scheduled days. so. I theme my days, so, and sometimes it doesn't always, you know, just Stayed fit the criteria for that one theme, but on Mondays, I have my CEO days, so, like, my admin days. I'll respond to emails from over the weekend. I'll, you know, do bookkeeping through QuickBooks, which I hate doing. So, <laughs> if anybody wants to do my QuickBooks, please let me know. <laughs> Taxes, like, trademarks if I'm doing something new. Just anything that, like, I wouldn't want to do, like, I just get it done love that. First first day of the week. And then I have my content creation days. I have my planning days if I'm like planning a new venture like this podcast, if I'm having somebody on, I'll do like kind of like an outline and you know, kind of do some like R&D and figure out like different things that we can talk about and Fridays is my catch-up day. So I just kind of theme my days so that I can kind of just focus on one task at a time. So I don't find myself multitasking and getting like disoriented. Which has really helped me. And then I try and schedule my days or my meetings, I mean, on the same day or on like Tuesday and Thursday, having those be my meeting days. And I do not schedule a meeting before 1 p.m. It's all in the afternoon. I nice. do not perform well in meetings in the mornings. Like I will not log on to Zoom at 9 a.m. and be ready to have a full conversation with somebody. Like, it's just not possible. <laughs> not going to um, happen. No, not going to happen. And yeah, I, I think tip number two is just embrace the trial and error. And then tip number three would just be do it your own way. I think everybody has this way of doing everything. And then there's a lot of people that feel like they need to like project that onto everybody else. There's no right way to do everything. You have to do it in your own personal way. For me, I like to be organized. I like to have things a certain way. Some people find comfort in disorganization. You know, they know where everything is. And I think building habits is important. So I guess like habit stacking, habit building, that's like crucial for me. Atomic Habits,
1: the book. I love that book. Big plug, awesome on Audible if you just want to listen to it. It's a great book. I've read it twice. I'm on my second round right now.
0: Oh my gosh. Mine's right there. I, like, keep it by it's my the bed Bible. Table. It is the Bible. <laughs> but I think that's really helped me, too. That book, actually. Me, too. I think it's helped me kind of formulate my day. So, you know, if I want to go to a workout class in the morning, I'll put my, like, workout clothes, like, on my toilet seat. So whenever I walk into my bathroom, that's, like, what I put on immediately. And I feel, yeah. like, motivated to, like, go work out and move and feel good and start my day off on the right foot.
1: I love that. But, yeah, kind of that. But for me, I think being the boss that I wanted – that I always wanted and dreamed of was like a huge thing that helped me decide that I loved what I was doing because at the, when I first started, when I quit, I was like, you have to be organized. you have to send this. you have to send that. you're like if you don't do this, you're bad because I was basically just treating myself like a corporate boss. And the moment that I said like what you said, like you need to work when it's right for you. like if this time doesn't work for you, then change it. like you are your own boss. you're you need to get stuff done but it is like it's okay if it happens this way instead of that way.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a big perk, you know, is being able to pick your own hours and I think doing that wisely is important. When are you performing best? When are you the most awake? When are you the most present? When are you the most energetic? That's whenever you can show up for people, so schedule your meetings within that time frame. Even if it's like late at night, you know? Just you're your own boss. You can you can figure it out. So
1: I love that. I love that. I'm going to work on a lot of what like I think I really want to implement the days method of like giving your day a theme. And that way you can focus on it because what I think I happen happens to me and probably a lot of other people is that I'm playing whack-a-mole where it's like, I need to get this done. So this is what I need to do today. Instead of like being able to plan ahead being like, all right, I know this is going to be due in two weeks with whatever brand. Today's my content creation day. I'm just going to get it done today. Like yeah. I know what's happening.
0: I'm a big Trello fan. So I make it pretty. So I want to look at it. Like I have like little pictures on top of each little like to-do list. And it's like Monday and this like pretty font, Tuesday, pretty font. And then it says like CEO day at the bottom. And then Can I have you like a background. Share, like an example of this on your website. I will put podcast. it in the show notes so this that is How people, You Shine Queen. This, this is, is how she shines. Yes. Queen. Your weekly task planner, Queen You Shine edition. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Lily, thank you so much for coming on. I feel like we could literally talk for hours. Yeah, we to stop. I only have two hours on my parking. Oh, oh, we need to go get that. But yeah, we need to have you back on. I feel like there's so much more to talk about. Like, I think we need to talk about at some point. You know, how you knew that you were like ready for
1: marriage and
0: yeah, starting no. a family and all of that. I feel like we didn't even like uncover that.
1: So, you guys, we need a maybe a love episode coming out like around Valentine's Day. Wait, that's yes, like Valentine's hour. Like a big sister, Valentine's Day.
0: I love that. Man, Let's do us. that. Okay. So, you guys stay tuned for that. We're definitely going to do that.
1: Yeah. And if you have things that you loved about this podcast episode and you want us to talk about more or whatever, let us know because. This is a conversation, even though you aren't in this room, like we are picturing all these shining queens, kings, people who would identify as both in this room with us. And we're speaking with you. You are part of our hearts. And if you want to hang out more with me yes. on a daily basis. Tell us where we can find you. You can find me on Instagram at my name is Lily Scott on Instagram, L-I-L-L-Y. On TikTok, I'm the Lily Scott only because Lily Scott was taken. And if you want to work out with me, if the idea of moving because it feels good resonates with you, especially as we're like coming into a new year, come hang out, come get pep talked by me all the time. My app is called Electric Collective. And (laughs) if my husband doesn't see me posting (laughs) some of these up, some new workouts soon, he's going to get really mad, but I'm actually recording some new workouts for people who are rediscovering their body after having a baby and those people who just want to be challenged so there are a lot of ways for me and you to work together to silence those negative voices and help you shine queen
0: (laughs) i love that i feel like we could literally talk forever
1: (laughs) and we're hugging you right now yes virtual hug audio hug audio hug (laughs)
0: I feel like we just, like, coined something there. Well, Lily, thank you so much for coming on. And you guys, go follow her. Go work out with her. And... Yeah. If you're in D.C. or the D.C. area, go take her Best Butt Ever class at Equinox.
1: Or come hang out with us at the Free People Movement Workouts I do once a month. Those are really fun, too.
0: Yes. Well, has to put, like, a schedule in the show notes, or, you know, you'll just have to update everybody on whenever you're yeah, having those, and I'll post it to my social so that everybody can
1: come. Thank you for having me. I'm so in awe of what you've been Aww, able to do. Of you course. rock. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Stop.
0: Don't change this episode yet. As a special thank you for tuning into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about a super special giveaway that is exclusive to our Martinis and Bikinis listeners and our DC audience. Say hello to the Lily Scott Shine Queen DC experience. We will be selecting one lucky winner on Instagram that will receive a free class to Lily's Free People Movement class on January 4th by the way, those classes are ridiculously fun and you'll make a bunch of new friends. A Compass Coffee gift card for $20 off. Their iced latte is Fire flame. I get it all the time. A garden spa gift box from Skin Can Do, which is valued at over $200, guys. It includes fresh flowers, sea salt chocolates, artisanal honey, organic tea, bio basil hand soap, pink lemonade salty sugar scrub, and a Skin Can Do candle. Also, Sarah from Skin Can Do is going to throw in some other surprises, so wink, wink. And finally, a Noah the Collective swim piece of your choosing based on our availability. I want to thank Lily with all of my heart and the amazing vendors for being a part of this fantastic giveaway for our listeners. To enter, all you have to do is head to our Instagram page at Martini's and Bikinis Pod and tell us your favorite part about this episode and tag a friend in the comments. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and I'll see you next week. Bye.